It's time for another year of GTT. <coughs> another year of GTT. <coughs> GTT is the place to be. <coughs> GTT is the place to be. <coughs> Start the show. <coughs> now. <coughs> Welcome to Gain That Chew. <coughs> everybody it is game that tune back in the house once again for the very first time in the new year 2020 it's uh, it's your boy john harrington and we got john regan with us say hey hey i'm excited to make 2020 the best decade of game that tune ever exactly man you know game that tunes not going into the roaring 20s this is the soaring 20s of game that tune we got jesse moore say hey Hey. And we've got David Fleming say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. It's Game That Tune, the hardest working men in video game music podcasting back in the house. And man, we are going to have a blast tonight. Uh, before we get started, I want to say thanks to uh, you know the mix master. Uh, past guest John Jekyll for that awesome uh, tip-off, uh, you know, little mini mix. Uh, you know, we appreciate uh, appreciate our fans, and we're starting 2020 off right with something just silly and completely unnecessary. That's game that tune, baby. And uh, if you're just joining us, uh, which I guess realistically you could, it's the first of the new year. You're searching out like weird YouTube and Twitch channels, and you're like, who are these guys? I like these guys. Let me see what they're doing. What we're gonna do is we're gonna listen to some video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game we're gonna try and guess each other's games with the songs a little bit of trivia we're gonna goof off have a lot of fun the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays an extra bonus tune and our winner at the end of the year was mr david fleming of course it fucking was david always wins everything fucking just you know absurd king and just you know supreme leader david fleming uh and so david Supreme Leader, uh, you got to pick the theme for tonight's episode, and uh, what is the? Tell us, uh, tell everybody what we're going to be. Uh, tell everybody what the theme is for tonight's show. I was not expecting to start off with so much hostility. Um, what's hostile about calling you Supreme Leader, David Fleming? <laughs> uh, the theme for tonight is puzzle games or games featuring puzzles. Yes, I like it. Uh, you know, it's a very supreme theme from our supreme leader, David Fleming. I'm really going to put that nickname over on this episode. Uh, this is, uh, it's going to be a good one, man. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, puzzles are, uh, they're a lot of fun. And I, I, I like that I was able to get that stipulation in there. It's not necessarily just a puzzle game. It can be a game with a puzzle in it. So, uh, <laughs> thank, uh, thank goodness. Cause seriously, like as much as I do love a good puzzle game, you know, you play Tetris, you played them all. That's it. I'm a simple man. Four <laughs> blocks. They fall. Kind There's of nothing else. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Hot 
Okay. Are you saying once you've played one Tetris, you've played all the Tetrises? Or are you saying once you've played one Tetris, you've played all the puzzle games? Pretty much, that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm driving at, John. <laughs> uh, everybody's just been chasing Tetris for years. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it, 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 they're, all, they're all trying their best. But, you know, it's just uh, variations on that Tetris. It's like, you know, I, I don't know. So... Maybe I'll be proven wrong tonight because we're gonna have a we're gonna have five great games. We've got a get, uh, great fan request in here, and uh, you know Johnny, I say we just jump right into it, man. What do we got coming for puzzle game number one? Game one. So just for clarity, uh, this is an arcade game, but we are currently listening to the Super Nintendo port soundtrack. And the Neo Geo version in the U.S. displayed an alternate title, which has carried on for the rest of the series, and featured anti-drug and anti-littering messages in the title sequence.
Who's got those guesses slash answers? John seems to be writing an awful lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to get a little extra artwork in there. All right. So, Jesse says Puyo Puyo, sadly incorrect. John Regan says Puzzle Bobble, and John Harrington says Bust a Move. Both of those are correct. Hey, hey. So, originally the game was called Puzzle Bobble, and I believe that's what it's still called in Japan, but when they ported it over to America, they changed it to Bust a Move, and it's been Bust a Move ever since. And yet, I don't think they ever got a cross-promotion going with Young MC, which just seems like what they were going after. I mean, you know, it, it wouldn't have been that hard to get that one-hit wonder rapper to you know make a make an appearance in this uh this cute little arcade game i i i don't get it i mean it- yeah it really seems like if you had said like oh yeah there's this you know arcade game called bust a move like you would assume it would be like dance dance revolutions like no you play as two right. dragons who shoot bubbles what okay and, and, what, and what move are they busting exactly i <laughs> nah, don't worry about it <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, now you know that title. Uh, you know, I, I love Bust a Move. By the way, I, I've played it. Uh, anytime it's in an arcade, I play it. Uh, going back uh, to my first memory of playing it at the Pizza Place on St. George Island near Tallahassee. Uh, first time I ever saw it, I'm like, "What is this delightful-looking game? Like, it's got colors and geometry and like, <laughs> cartoon characters. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I gotta check this out." <laughs> See, I think it's so funny that you say that because I never played the Super Nintendo version, um, didn't play the Neo Geo version, but I played the hell out of the arcade version, specifically because, if I'm not mistaken, the Pizza Hut on State Road 312 in St. Augustine, Florida had one of these, and every time we went, it's like, hell yeah, I want to play Bust a Move. Yeah, dude, this is like such a laundromat arcade game, I love it. (laughs) Like, it's such... A good game to play for a few minutes. It's uh, it's a fucking delight. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, what can you say? It's uh, you know, you you rotate the little thing to shoot balls, color balls at angles, and try to to bust. I guess so. I mean, the move part is what you know is trouble. There's t- there's plenty of busting going on because you, know, you you connect with the colors and it breaks the blocks apart and they fall. But it's the move that throws you in the title. You know. What I want to know is how this is like Tetris, John. <laughs> um, well, hmm, you know, maybe, maybe I was talking out of my ass a little bit there in the intro. I don't know, man, because, um, yeah, no. this is not you, John. Sounds like this you don't is know how to... fascinatingly different than Tetris. When you get right down to it, they share almost no mechanics. It yeah, sounds so like it's been all so- that... You spent all the time playing Tetris, and when you had to finally bust a move, you weren't able to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so... My po- Doing it for yourself, John? Come on. <laughs> uh, you know, my question then, really, if, you know, since this is so dissimilar from Tetris, is bust a move, parentheses, puzzle bobble, even a puzzle game? Okay, <laughs> A, yes. if a game has puzzle in the title, then yes. Yes, it does. I think it might be a translation issue. Um, <laughs> Jeff exactly. didn't know what they were talking about. I'm going to make a game called, like, Puzzle Master. Zero puzzles are going to be in it. No puzzles whatsoever. <laughs> How puzzling. 
Yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up because I do think it's a very unique puzzle game because everything, all of the balls or bubbles, I'm not exactly sure what they are. Um, I think that they're, they're actually like the enemies from Bubble Bobble trapped in bubbles. Oh, that and, like, would make sense. That's, I think that's what it is, but like as yeah. you match three colors, they break and they all fall. Um, but it's not like the the board slowly advances so there is kind of like a time limit to it but your whole goal is to use geometry and kind of ricochet them off in order to break the ones near the top so that anything they're attached to just fall god and it's so satisfying you, to get a good move and you know get the right angle and get the shit from the top and make a big section of those things fall off oh, something that i never even knew <laughs> Something I never even knew um, until researching, like, looking back up this game's like, because I definitely played it when I was younger, but it's been a hot minute. Apparently, you get a score bonus of 50,000 points if you can clear a stage in under, like, 10 seconds. So, like, if you match everything perfectly and just collapse everything, bam, 50,000 points. I like it. Now, I'm trying to remember, you know, uh, did the arcade version of this, was it like a trackball game? Because, you know, oh, like, I it seems remember. like it would be because you'd be, like, you know, wanting to swing that thing back and forth. Uh, and it wouldn't be I just, think... like, a joystick or a rotation thing. I feel like it was, I I feel like I remember being a trackball thing, and now I feel like an idiot for not, you know, remembering it clearly. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I want to say it maybe had a dial because I feel like a trackball was too loose, but I right. don't actually remember. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just, uh, remember thinking the game was really cool, and like I said, I, you know, first time I saw it, I'm like, yeah, that, gotta play that. Gotta play that right the fuck now. I'll never forget, like, every time that I played this, I always focused on the bottom, like, oh, I have to match those and break those, like, as they come forward, and then there was one time where I missed a shot and hit something near the top and just caused, like, the whole screen to fall, it's like, oh, Oh, this game is much deeper than I thought it was. Like, there's mm-hmm. actually strategy to this. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, and yeah, you know, I like uh, I like the two-player uh, version of it. You know, it's kind of like uh, you know, I, I guess it's similar to Tetris Attack. Maybe I don't know. You know, because no. no I, I'm just saying in terms of like it, it creates Sorry, garbage John. for the creates garbage for the other person. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's the, the opportunity classic- to screw over people classic puzzle game versus uh, mechanic of give the other person more puzzles to solve uh, you know was uh, pretty fun so yeah if if there was two player there's no way the arcade version had a trackball <laughs> like, there's no two trackball <laughs> cabinet like so I, I, you know, who knows I, 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 I don't know I'm no, I'm no arcade expert unfortunately we should, uh, we should find some arcade experts and get them on the show uh, but you know the game was cool and yeah, it's been released several different times with some some changes, but you know it's still ultimately just uh, bust a move. And yeah, I love it, man. That like the PS2 version was really good, the one with the bizarre cover art. Yeah, um, and I remember um, when I first got my smartphone, I was like, I'm gonna you nice. know download a couple apps and everything's like, I wonder what games are on here. And I remember seeing some game that was like Witch's Brew or something like that, where you're a little <laughs> witch in a cauldron, like throwing potions. Like, oh, it's bust a move. Okay, right. I know exactly what this is. Like, John, it's continued on in spiritual successes. Just, I, I like, 
so Sega Sonic the Hedgehog, that, are, that Japanese-only Sonic the Hedgehog arcade game, had not one trackball, had not two trackballs, it had three trackballs. So there are multi-trackball games out there. I just said I wasn't an arcade expert, but it didn't seem reasonable that there would be multi-trackball games out there. Excuse me, princess. Jeez, <laughs> um, Louise. Well, that game has balls. Yeah, exactly. And it's a Sonic game. Of course it's got balls. Spinning balls. But, um, I mean, I guess Buster Move also has a lot of balls, so it should have... It should, have <laughs> split. It should just be a big grid of trackballs that you have to, like, slide your hands around. <laughs> it's confusing, oh, my God. Like, it's just so confusing Confusing three-dimensional, like, you know, honeycomb of balls. <laughs> oh, it's, it's literally nothing but trackballs. Like, you put it in your quarter and it says press start button, but there's no start button. It's all trackballs. Mm-hmm. How do I start track yeah, exactly. Nominate, start ball. <laughs> I nominate Honeycomb of Balls to be episode title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, it, I mean, what can you say? It's a, it's a blast. Um, I was thinking, thinking more on the, on the name. You know, the, so like I said, the move part was what's confusing me. So maybe they should have called it Busta Bobble. That's worse. Oh. Or like Bobble <laughs> that- Buster. Bust a bubble, Anything maybe? Buster is just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, like, or, oh, see, Puzzle they, Buster. They also, I'm just, as I'm saying these names, I'm realizing they also not only missed out on the Young MC tie-in, they also missed out on getting Buster Rhymes oh, to promote this man. game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Can you imagine this game, but with like Wuha playing every time you bust a move? <laughs> like, you just, every time you like, connect and knock some balls off, it just goes, Wuha! No, you're, you're playing the game. The shit, you're playing the game, and the whole time you're playing, it's just, it's just uh, Buster Rhymes, and he never stops rapping. He's just yeah. a constant stream. <laughs> the faster you, uh, faster you complete the stage, the faster he raps. Uh, yeah, that'd be pretty good, man. Uh, I'd be, uh, I'd be fully in support of that. You know, and cause see, that would then open up the the crossover door. To eventually having the uh, you know the bubble bobble dinosaurs in Def Jam Fight for New York, and oh yes, know, it would have been great. Yes. <laughs> like, I was yes. gonna say like I would love Buster Rhymes in this game only if he was drawn in the same style as the bubble bobble dragons, <laughs> and he barfed Just up the like, bubbles. See, that's the other thing I was gonna say. Oh. I think the the reason the dragons are there is to st- like stock the ammunition of the little. Uh, shooting thing by spitting up the you know, caged enemies. So yeah, Busta Rhymes also spits up enemies. <laughs> he well, spits a little like rhyme into rhymes, the gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like it. I like this a lot. That seems like that would have come up for like that 2000 you know, PlayStation version. Uh, or like, you know, I don't know. Somebody must have heard at some point like bust a move. You know, there, you know hmm, there, there's something to this. <laughs> we can, yeah. we can get it. It won't make a lick of sense to the Japanese. You know, <laughs> you know who's this guy? Why is his name Puzzle? Why is Buster Rhymes a Puzzle Bobble? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Puzzle Bobble featuring Buster Rhymes. Well, that just didn't. You know, we <laughs> Japanese, we prefer things that make sense. <laughs> uh, and this is I'm this st- is just too much for us. <laughs> I'm still stuck on Bub and Bob in Def Jam Fight for New York because be I want to so see good. Snoop Dogg encased in a bubble. Yes. And then they <laughs> slam his head in a car door. It's <laughs> 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 just so good. Uh, anyway, David, anything else on uh, on Bust a Move, Puzzle Bobble, whatever uh, you prefer to call it? Your preferred uh, no, it's a super uh, title? fun game, and it's adorable as all hell. 
Yeah, those dinosaurs, man, they are fucking cute. They always have been. Uh, so, uh, you know, before we go on, are they like Taito's mascots? Does Taito have a mascot? I don't know. I feel like if they did, it would either be them or like the Space Invader aliens. Right. I just feel like those guys should be, you know, I feel like they're somebody's mascot. Slightly iconic and so fucking adorable, they should be someone's mascot. So, uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get them to be the uh, new GTT mascot. So, uh, bust a GTT coming soon, and uh, you know, let's just keep it going, Johnny. Game two. So we're listening to the NES version of this game. However, it was originally released for the Atari uh, 8-bit computers. Uh, it went on to influence other games in the Rocks and Diamonds genre, such as Repton.
All right, gentlemen, I hear David Googling things. Actually, I was going to respond to something in the chat, but decided ah. against it. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, so John says Solomon's Key, which is incorrect. Uh, and everybody else says Boulder Dash, which is correct. Although I'm hoping that Solomon's Key isn't just like the name of a port of Boulder Dash, something like that. It is. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, you got the <laughs> Miss Hat trick. Yeah, jeez, John. Uh, don't don't trust me. <laughs> That's a big mistake. Uh, no, honestly, you know your fucking marble mouth trivia. I didn't understand a single word of it, so I just googled puzzle games and somehow that came up. <laughs> yeah, it's like an influence games. That's wreck. I'm like. <laughs> I it <laughs> shit. Sorry, it influenced <laughs> games in the rock and diamonds genre. Yeah, no, that didn't come through at all. God damn it. Oh, well, <laughs> see, that's what I was sitting there. It's like, you know, okay, Jesus, you know, God. Puzzle games on the Atari, okay, in the rock and diamond genre. What? What yeah, the that... fuck genre is rocks and diamonds? Can that you list more games from piece that of genre? Trivia. Yes, Emerald Mine is also in that genre. Okay. Which is just a direct ripoff of Boulder Dash. <laughs> so, um, I'll bite. It's an unlicensed What Boulder the fuck Dash. is Boulder Dash? <laughs> yeah. Please, John, enlighten us as to what the fuck this is. Uh, so this is Boulder Lord. Dash, a game where you dig through caves trying to collect gems, and it's a, it's a puzzle game uh, because, like, as you dig out dirt like rocks fall and, and, and things things like that like you're dealing with enemies and when you like uh, dig out the space under a rock it falls and you push rocks so you're trying to figure out how to get to the diamonds without like getting yourself blocked by rocks or crushed by rocks things like that um, and the I, I really got a kick out of the protagonist of this game is named Rockford which is a yeah. great name for this guy <laughs> <laughs> So it's uh, like a more in-depth, complex Dig Dug. Yes, it's, it's similar. Yeah, because Dig Dug has like that one rock, right, on every stage. If you dig <laughs> under the falls. So, like, take Dig Dug, but throw in way more rocks. Yeah, somebody oh, look at Dig Dug. You, can, you know, I like it, but uh, let's up those rocks. <laughs> but I mean, like, once the rocks fall, you can push them around and everything. Whereas in Dig Dug, once the rocks fall, that's it. They're fucking there. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um... Mm. And yeah, this is one of those games that was ported to every console, you know, that existed at the time that yes. it came out, right? Uh, this It was brought to Atari, you know, like I mentioned, Apple II, uh, MSX, ZX Spectrum, Commodore 64, ColecoVision, uh, NES, the Acorn Electron, the BBC Micro, the Amstrad CPC, the Amiga, Mac OS... Mac OS. Mac OS right, some of these have games. to be made up, right? <laughs> yeah, Mac OS isn't a thing. The acorn, <laughs> what'd you say? Laser? Uh, the acorn elect electron. Pretty close. <laughs> Tell us what that is, John. Are you just literally reading us the Wikipedia page right now? Like, <laughs> well, for, for the console list part, yes. Okay. <laughs> I am reading it. Just, I'm like, what? <laughs> the, who, would, who would call a computer an acorn? It was I can't believe that you don't know about the acorn electron. The Electron, reportedly the best-selling micro in the United Kingdom. 
Of course. I, yeah, it was a budget version of the BBC Micro, and I, I believe they called it Acorn because the idea was for it to be educational and acorns grow into trees or something like that. Or maybe it's just called an acorn because it's a tiny computer. I don't know. Is that like BBC Micro literally, is that a computer made by the BBC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the, funny. The, B- uh. the BBC was, it, BBC has had, had their hands in everything. Like, over the course of computers. Like, they made computers. Which is, yeah, huh. strange to think about, right? Because, like, if you said, like, yeah, NBC made a computer, you'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. You know, I play my video games on my CBS, you know, console. <laughs> like, uh-huh. What <laughs> games do you have weird. on this? <laughs> Jag? <laughs> Survivor? <laughs> yeah. And I got this really amazing game. racing game. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, CBS. Um, I was I was trying so hard to figure out a two broke girls game and I just couldn't. Two broke girls, the game. Oh man, they got yeah. some Star Trek games. That would be good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, ethnic mismatch comedy, the game. Uh, there's at least like thirty of those. Oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> King of Queens, the game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. See, everybody, that seems everybody like plays something- Raymond. <laughs> Just say, oh. King of Queens, the game sounds like something Cabra. they would have put on the NES, where it has nothing to do with the show, and it's just like a matching game where you're playing him as the UPS driver. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been like the Ghostbusters NES game, but for some reason, Kevin James. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like it would be more like Paperboy. Hmm. So you know, could I also be there. I would love a Paperboy style game where you're driving a UPS truck as Kevin James. That sounds great. <laughs> Oh, and then the that. obstacle course is George's dad. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, based on what I know of Kevin James sitcoms, you kill your wife? I don't know. Like, whatever. <laughs> Whoa. Um, <laughs> that took a turn. That, yeah, Kevin so, James' career did take a turn. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> know, we're not talking about Kevin James sitcoms, though. We're talking about Boulder Dash. Now, you know, did they make ever make a TV version of this? You know, this Rockford fella? You know, would Kevin James be an appropriate actor to portray Rockford of Boulder Dash? <laughs> the new Rockford Files? Uh, see, I, yeah, God. If okay, Rockford Files had casting, anything to do with this. <laughs> who, who's your best actor to play Rockford? Dwayne Johnson. Uh, see, oh, I, you know, I kind of like it. <laughs> He's yeah. in everything. I can't argue He's, with that. Nope. Um, yeah, God, you know, they, they really do need to make some modern Boulder Dash games. Uh, wait, no, Jesus Christ, I'm looking at the yep. thing now. They they have yeah. made modern Boulder Dash games. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've uh, made, it's like every every three to four years, like, a Boulder Dash game comes out. Except for that Jesus. gap between 1990 and 2002. But otherwise, <laughs> there's every three to four years. There's a every couple of years, years, minus this decade. <laughs> Boulder Dash, not a 90s guy. <laughs> it's just, you know, we're moving on from, you know, ain't got no time for rocks. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. The kids want their Final Fantasies and what have yous. We can't just be keep cranking out Boulder Dash. Um, yeah, no, yeah John, been, this I is, mean, uh, they've had, what a pick. They've had they've had sequels, and it's been published on everything ever. Um, there, there was an arcade version of this, which is kind of crazy to me. Thinking, you know, like, because yeah, most of the games... Most games made for, like, Atari home computers and ZX Spectrum and all that, like, this is kind of a hot take, they kind of suck. 
Like, I'm not Whoa. the biggest fan of most of those games. And to think that a game made for, like, an Atari 8-bit managed to get an arcade port is pretty impressive. Because, like, have you ever watched, like, videos of CX Spectrum games? Like, they're pretty trash, to be honest. Yeah. They're really no, They bad. all look like dog shit. They're terrible. <laughs> they have, like, four colors, and they're all garish as hell. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> This seems to have the opposite problem. It just looks like you're playing in a dark cave. It's like, man, this could use a color. Like, just pick one. I mean, that's Jeez. that's probably what the developers thought. It's like, man, we don't have any colors. Everything's on a black background. I got it. Set the game in a cave. I'm done. Yeah, I'm going on break. It's genius. Changed the whole development. Only... This. Yeah. It wasn't originally a Boulder game at all, but they realized, like, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. The original, game uh, was, the original game was flying through the skies. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping boulders on people. The background has to be black, and we can only render four colors. Three of them are shades of brown. Guys, hear me out on this. Oh, I God. have an idea. That sounds like yeah. the shittiest Game Boy. Like, oh, the, the brown Game Boy. Was that, okay, no, that wasn't a... You didn't realize that was a shit was, joke. No, it was a shit joke. It was both. But okay. I made the shit joke and said, you know, I didn't like the shit joke, so I wanted to move past it. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's how I'm feeling, Johnny. This, uh, <laughs> is there anything else that needs to be said about Boulder Dash? No, uh, Have I we really actually enjoyed, said um, anything about Boulder Dash. It's a game. Uh, yeah, said that. Yeah, we yeah, said the name Rockford, Rockford several times. We've done our dream casting. We've wondered aloud why it doesn't feature Kevin James, why CBS hasn't made their own console. <laughs> yeah, you know, we've gotten pretty deep in on this game, man. Yeah, you know, there's. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I, 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 I really dig the soundtrack of this NES version, especially that last track that I played. That was the staff roll music, and it was actually like that was a pretty sweet jam. Like, there's some pretty good tunes hidden in here. You could say it's a diamond in the rough. Get out. But sh <laughs> should you, John? Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, Game you know, shout out three. to the... I'm just going to shout out to the composers. Fine, fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, the only one I recognize, uh, he still works in games today. Shogo Sakai composed mm -hmm. on this game. So, yeah. uh, you know, shout out to him. He went on to work on the Kirby series prominently, and uh, he's had a great career in video game music. So, you know, he was doing it in Boulder Dash. So, you know, props to you, Shogo. Game three.
All right, this uh, Intelligent Systems game was uh, released exclusively in North America and was one of the last Super Nintendo games released. So this is our fan request. Um, it's from uh, Alex Messenger. Uh, maybe you've heard of him. Um, and uh, he's uh, he made this request on our Discord, which you can join by uh, you know all the proper means. Anyway, show me your answers. Uh, let's see. We got Frogger from Johnny, incorrect. <laughs> Tetris Attack from David, incorrect. And Tetris plus Dr. Mario from John, that is correct. I knew, I knew that song. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I was going to say that last song. update of that classic Dr. Mario song. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, this is uh, Tetris and Dr. Mario. Um, I love it. So, a- I guess there's this, this thing in the game where you, it's called like, uh, mix something and uh mixed match and like you play like both at the same time which is sounds weird i didn't really look into it have you, you guys ever played it uh no i've you know i uh i have not because uh you know despite my in you know si- uh, insistence that all puzzle games are tetris it didn't mean that I went out and got all puzzle games that were Tetris. So, uh, SNES version of Tetris plus Dr. Mario somehow just still didn't uh, didn't make it to me. But you know, I kind of <laughs> love the idea now. Like playing a Tetris Mansion that throws a pill in it. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't understand how you can mix the two. It's it's not quite like Puyo Puyo and Tetris. It's like no, these are different. These are completely different mechanics here. Like this. Uh, 
blocks and pills and viruses. How, how can you possibly mix these things? Well, you know, interesting thing. Tetris 2 is basically Dr. Mario. I don't know if you've ever played Tetris 2. But it it's the same basic mechanic. Line up three blocks of the same color on top of an existing block. It's the same damn game. So I'm not confused by how you're talking about like, oh, Tetris and Dr. Mario have completely different mechanics. It's not like Tetris and Puyo Puyo. Like, um, have you played Puyo Puyo? Like, it's not at all like Tetris. I don't think John understands puzzle games in general. I don't think (laughs) that like when John's presented the puzzle game, he just kind of lays it off. It's like, oh, just like Tetris. He never actually plays it and has no idea what, that there's a wide variety of puzzle games out there. Miss right. Tetris on an island? <laughs> I'm not saying that's the case, but it's pretty much the case. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, like, Zoop. I got no time for Zoop. Like. It's just Tetris again. Yoshi's Cookie, Cookie Tetris. You know, Hatris, Hat Tetris. Wordtris, Word Tetris. Uh, Tetrisphere, Round Tetris. Wetrix, Wet Tetris. Uh, the new Tetris, not that new. Just kind of the same Tetris. Uh, Tetris DS, Touch Tetris. Uh, Puyo Puyo plus Tetris. Tetris cross Puyo Puyo. I, I don't know. It's not, you know. It's, it's Japanese just not Tetris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Japan Tetris. <laughs> they, yeah, they don't do enough on these things. Paneldapon, um, flowery Tetris. So, I'm sorry, the the mixed mode? <laughs> yeah, Jesse. Talk us through the yeah, mixed I, mode. I haven't played it, and um, I was kind of up against time when I was going through music so I didn't watch any videos of it so I was really hoping David would have played this yeah David I have not played it but come on SNES man I'm looking at mixed mode now and it seems like it alternates between the two like you you get set up with a Tetris board and after a certain amount of lines it goes to it just changes to like okay round two and it gives you Dr. Mario and then I guess after you clear out like a certain number of viruses, it goes to like round three and it's back to Tetris. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I don't know how you can call that mixed mode, though. It's more just like switch mode. Like, you know. Well, the not switch mix- wasn't a thing yet. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so they didn't know what they, they had. They wanted to keep that on the DL. Yeah, it's only 1994. We can't announce the switch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Continue the research. God, that would be such a baller move. <laughs> We've been developing this thing for your entire life, and here it is. <laughs> and it plays Tetris and Doctor Mario, <laughs> the Duke Nukem hmm. Forever of consoles. <laughs> feel like <laughs> feel like this console should do more. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. <laughs> The Switch can't just be a system that allows you to switch between two games. We're going to need to really advance things. (laughs) How many games are we up to? Two. Keep going. (laughs) Continue the research. (laughs) Sir, we put so much money into this. Do as I say. We want to have a Mario level 
and then a Mega Man level, and then a Castlevania level. And you're like, what? I just love the idea of Nintendo coming out at, like, the Consumer Electronics Show. Like, we are proud to announce our new console, the Nintendo Switch. Oh, when is it releasing? 2016. Um, well, can we play it? No. Can we see a picture of it? No. Uh, it's gonna have, have like two games, box. Trust us. <laughs> two games. Until then, here's a Nintendo 64. Yeah. In the meantime, <laughs> yeah. here's Virtual Boy. Here's several other new systems. The Switch ain't ready yet, people. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I mean, it. Yeah, maybe I just didn't get this because I didn't realize that there was any additional mode. Like, it's just it's it's Tetris and it's Doctor Mario, two games I already played. They're on the SNES. It's 1994. My money is limited. <laughs> like, not not grabbing the two pack of puzzle games. Like, no, nope, I'm gonna stick with yeah. like Mega Man X. Like, Do- Donkey Kong uh, Country is out. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. You expect me to <laughs> fucking spend money on two puzzle games in one? Uh, no, I'm gonna go no. bananas for one game, and that's Donkey Kong Country. Why's that? <laughs> yeah. What is I with am. your pun game? I'm not following. So it. proud. <laughs> um, yeah. What do bananas have to do with Tetris or Doctor Mario? <laughs> yeah, Nothing. that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Actually, yes. you know what would be cool if they made a fruit Tetris where like all the various Tetris pieces were different fruits. Fruitress. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you could teach kids eating healthy habits. Or eating, wow, healthy eating habits. Eating healthy habits. <laughs> eating healthy habits. Uh, I do Episode like title. A, 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 you know, like a really bad, like, educational Tetris game that's trying to teach kids, you know, good things. Like Captain Novalin in Tetris. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eat your fruit, don't forget to take your insulin. It's like, I just want to play fucking Tetris. <laughs> Ugh, quit trying God, to preach thing, to the, me. The thing is so sad about that, though, is that at Tetris, you always eventually lose, right? There's no winning Tetris. At some point, you just lose. So would this be a game where you eventually always succumb to diabetes? Like, how would that go? <laughs> that eventually, awful. The insulin's not about, working anymore, Cap. Uh, sorry, kids. Talk, <laughs> talk about a kill screen coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, it's like, no, that's what, that's what Fruitress is. Like, it's a healthy eating Tetris. You match the fruits and everything, and then once you get to level, like, 90, 95, the game just ends because death comes for us all. Yes, exactly. I love the idea of you're on the arcade cabinet and you're getting to that, you know, kill screen and somebody starts gathering around like, hey guys, guys, come check it out. He's getting the diabetes screen. He's getting to the diabetes screen. You gotta take a look. Oh, they amputated his leg. <laughs> 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 oh god, what an awful you keep game. Keep going if, if you cut off part of uh, part of the board's like foot. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> it gets to a point where you can keep going but like the bottom 3 lines have to be removed. <laughs> uh, who, that's actually see, idea? that actually is a decent Tetris mechanic, the board shortens, <laughs> so you, you've got less room to fuck around and make Tetrises. David, diabetes Tetris might be a very good idea. <laughs> I think it's called. I think we might have to rename it. Tetris. Diabetris. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title: Diabetris. Yeah, Diabetris. <laughs> Featuring Wilford Brimley. Um, anyway. There it is. Oh, anything man. else on 
Diabetes. The Tetris and Dr. Mario. <laughs> God. Uh, Jesse, I don't think the- we could follow Diabetes. <laughs> yeah, I think we might end the game uh, in the show early tonight, folks. Yeah. So, uh, Johnny, Next let's song. go to the calculated computer. <laughs> God damn it. Calculating. Calculating. <laughs> uh, it's not ready, folks. Sorry, we gotta keep playing. Game four.
So the inspiration for the main character in this puzzle stealth game was a uh, stock photograph that they posted in the company's uh, internet communications and uh, they started talking about how ridiculous this picture was and then made a video game about it. All right, gentlemen. Let's see what we got. All right. Let's see. Joe Pin Bobble by Johnny. No. And uh, John, uh, John and David both say Untitled Goose Game. Uh, Johnny plays a sound. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, this is Untitled Goose Game. And it is so fucking charming. 
Um, so, John, David, have y'all played this? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Oh, so good. Um, but yeah, Johnny, uh, this game, you get to play as a goose. And uh, you get to, like, flap your wings at people. Uh, you can honk at them. Um, you can, like, waddle around menacingly. Um, you can take things and take them to other places and carry them away and stuff and really fuck with people. And, uh, the whole game is just you fucking with people. And, um, nice. it's pretty yeah, no, I, I saw some previews of this game and it looks amazing. You get to be like a goose and you get to be a dick because fun fact, geese are dicks. We, yeah. I had geese when I was a kid, and they used to fucking terrorize me. I hated those sons of bitches. Wait, your family, like, owned some geese? Yeah, we we had, because we had, like, chickens and stuff, and okay. so we had, like, yeah. we had, like, four or five geese that, you know, um, I don't actually know why we had them, to be honest with you, because they would <laughs> they fuck with our dogs. They just showed up one day, and we couldn't get rid of them. They were assholes. <laughs> they, they would fuck with our dog, Teddy. But, um, because, mm. and he was a chow, and they would just grab his fur and just start yanking on him. And then oh. one day, uh, well, one day, uh, the, he did that, and our Norwegian elk hound Heidi saw it and just grabbed the goose by the neck and pulled him through the fence. Good. <laughs> yeah. Showed that goose who's, who's boss. Yeah. No, I cannot that, tell at you. At no point in the game is there the threat of death. Like, nobody no, no. in this quaint little village kills this goose. It needs to I happen. Cannot- I cannot tell you how many rounds of golf I've had where geese like really just ruined my day, and yeah. that's probably the most bourgeois thing I'll ever say. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, fuck, <laughs> fuck geese, they're the worst. Yeah, well, I remember, playing this one is great. <laughs> I remember when this game was coming out, I was so excited, and I was talking to my wife about it, and I was like, "Oh, this game, Untitled Goose Game, it looks so good." She's like, "What? I don't understand." It's like, "Okay, you play as a goose who's an asshole." That's the entire game. Like, right. that's it. You just yeah. go around fucking with people. We all get it. Yeah. There's a honk button. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a honk button, a flap button. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A button to raise and lower your head. I mean... I don't yeah. think the... I don't think the flap button actually does anything, but it's one of my favorite buttons, because I love walking up to somebody and just start flapping my wings, because they just stare at you. But there are several like, instances in the game where you have to flap your wings at things. <laughs> Yeah, like there's the ladies at the bar. Where oh yeah, do you feel yeah, you flap like for sp- them? You have to like spook yeah. somebody, or like yeah, you have to impress the ladies at the bar. You gotta flap your wings for them, so you know. And they give you a flower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's the nicest anybody's ever been that. to a goose. I just did that one. <laughs> are yeah, hold on. Are ridiculous. these are these goose ladies at the bar? Or are they just like lady no, ladies? No, it's just regular. No, no, no. They're like at a pub, and you show up, and you start like honking, and they like are like oh ha ha ha, and they like clap and. And you start like doing stuff, and they cheer you on, and they—I th- guess—they think you're putting on a show for them, and they give you a flower. So, Johnny, in, to explain a little further, in every section of this, you know, of the game, you get a new set of objectives, and you have to figure out ways to make it happen. You know, you have to steal the, you know, the gardener's keys and lock him out of the fucking garden. You gotta, you know, make a bucket fall on somebody's head. And in this case, it says like, get a flower from the ladies, and like. You just there's ladies sitting there having a drink together, and you like walk up to them, and uh, they're like, "Oh, you know, they just, nobody talks, but they kind of you know emote something and makes you it prompts you to do something, and you do the right things, and they're like, oh, they give you a little polite clap and give you a flower. So it's not like you just 
it's not like there's no objective listed in the game. Like, you, know, you are told to do this. It's not like some big hidden thing. <laughs> and that's where, like, the puzzle thing comes in, because you have to figure out how to do stuff. Because it'll be like, oh, the f- make the farmer wear a different hat. It's like, well, okay, you have to get his hat off. But he's like, he's a normal dude, and you're a goose. So it's like, how am I going to steal his hat? Yeah. I, I think saw- my favorite... I'm racking my brain because, like, so I used to live above that pizza shop, okay, which was also a bar. One time, I came downstairs, and sitting outside on the deck was a couple with a pet goose, and the pet goose had tiny little, like, shoes on its feet. And, (laughs) like, if that goose flapped its wings at me, I would absolutely not give it a flower. I was just weirded out by the whole situation, so I can't imagine ladies at a bar being like, oh, what a cute goose giving it a flower, like... I there are the some out. leaps in logic, John. Come on. <laughs> and they're British. That's true. It is it is a quaint British village. So, you know, just picture you and your lady friend are out having a having a drink, a spot of tea, as it were, and then a goose or comes pint. up and starts reacting to, you know, like if and you do something like you flap your arms and the goose flaps its wings, you're very impressed. You give that goose a flower. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't have any goose treats. I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, my favorite I, I think goose so treats is, is just stale bread, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, exactly. Which would also make sense at the pub. But the objective wasn't get the stale bread. It was get the flour, John. <laughs> <laughs> you know. What's your favorite objective, Jesse? Um, When you have to make the kid buy back his own toy. That is funny. I don't remember <gasps> if I finished oh, that one. <laughs> I didn't even think about the kid. Because the objective yeah. is like you have to make somebody buy their thing. So I actually went back to the garden and like stole the trowel and took it all the way back there and like had the gardener chase it back. And then the gardener got into an argument with the lady and finally bought the trowel back. That's, That's awesome. Okay. See, so like, yeah. I didn't even think about the toy. I bet that was so much easier. <laughs> yep. Also, uh, if you make him fall down by untying his shoes and then you can make him wear different glasses and it really fucks him up. I love it. Um, I don't actually love it. The, you know, I I wanted to like this game. It's not as fun as the idea seems. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I I don't know. It's uh, it's pleasant and charming and a great idea. <laughs> and I love the emergent gameplay and like messing around. But like, I don't know, man. This game just you know, it, I feel like it maybe got too overhyped or something. I, you know, I was expecting something like just really fun and silly, and it's just kind of like, oh well, actually, this is just kind of uh, just kind of objectives and stuff. I thought there'd be a lot more zany shit going on, <laughs> like just kind of an open world to mess around and be a goose in. And I don't know if you gotta you know complete the game first to get to that point, and then you can just go around goosing it up. But you know, I don't know. It uh. I feel I like, like it. I don't love it. I, just, uh, yeah, I was disappointed. I wanted to love it. I feel it. like this game is, goose. and John, please don't take this the wrong way. I feel like this game is kind of like Andy Kaufman. Like you either get it or you don't. Like, and I, I just, I feel like this game, like, <laughs> it, if it clicks with you, you love it, and if it doesn't click with you, you're just kind of like, what is this? Because I loved the hell out of this game. Same. Better keep talking, man. You've deeply offended me. (laughs) 
fucking accusing Good. me of nuts. not getting it. I could tell. No, and that's what I mean. Like, I don't want you to take it the wrong way. Fucking game about a goose. I get it. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's a certain. It's it's like know, listening a... to Pink Floyd or The Doors. Either you fucking love it, or you're just like, what the fuck, Jim Morrison? Like, get out of here with your bullshit. Like, I feel like that's what this game probably is like. Are you explaining subjective taste to me, John? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, can you relate this game to Tetris? Maybe that's the secret. Well, yeah, that's how why is this like, game like Tetris? And that's why, like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's just, like, certain people like certain huh. things. Like, strategy games. I'm just never gonna get into them. I just have a real hard time getting into them. And I feel like this game, it has a certain quality, because it's just... It is just objectives. But it's also just the fun of faffing about in this little British village just being a dick. Yeah. I, I understand that. I, I I thought I explained myself pretty well that I wanted to like it, and I just ended up not liking it. I I I don't know why I need to be uh, like dragged over the coals for, you know, not getting I'm not, it. I, you know. I'm not trying to drag you on the coals. And when I say not get it, drag I'm not trying to ass, say that you queen. don't. Come on, do it. I'm not trying to say that you don't understand it. I'm just saying that, like, I think this game has a certain appeal to a certain mindset, and maybe it just doesn't appeal to you, and that's fine. Look, but if it does this, appeal to you, it's fucking great. Look, this whole conversation has gone afoul. <laughs> honk, honk. See, I do like the honking, though. It's just so fun, though, just to, like, go up to someone and honk at them, and they look at you like, what the fuck is this goose doing here? Yeah, no, I mean, the fun of it really is just, like, seeing everybody's reactions to the goose. It's like, wait, what's a goose doing here? I'm, like, I'm tidying up right now. Why is there a goose here? Because that'd be my reaction. In the real world, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. What is this goose doing here? And, uh, you know, maybe (laughs) people are too accepting of this damn goose. It's like... There's a goose fucking around in your yard and, like, stealing your laundry and shit. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, there needed to be someone with a gun. I've been saying, like, someone needed to really fucking threaten that goose. Like, <laughs> My favorite reactions are, like, when somebody goes back to normal and then sees you doing something because they literally drop everything they're doing. Like, the shopkeep is like, okay, I'm going to pick up the price. Oh, God, just stops and chases after you. Or like when that old man's about to throw the dart and you honk and I he love fucks that. it up. Uh, or anytime someone's about to drink something and you honk and makes them spit it out, it's so good. Yep, I, I also love it because it's it's not as we I think mentioned before, it's not a terribly loud honk, so it does, it really shouldn't be as like jarring to these people as it is. It's just like okay, yeah, I'm just about to play my round of darts, honk the fuck <laughs> like well it's also weird because they have the same reaction even if you're right in front of them like if i walk up to a goose and it just stares at me for a solid five minutes and then honks i wouldn't be that surprised geese honk like right if it was coming from behind me sure but like i'm staring at a goose it's gonna honk sure but you know like in the case of the guy throwing the dart i don't know that having a goose honk behind you would make you throw the dart so startled in such a startled manner that you would then knock the dartboard off the wall. Like, people really like, looks good, hey, what though. the? Jeez, huh. Goose, come on. You know, dart etiquette, please. I'm playing some darts here. Yeah. yeah. Or do you pull the chair out from under him? I, I love that. that. That's funny as fuck. Uh, yeah. 
No, I mean... It's just clowning on these stupid sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it, it, the game's charming and, you know, and very just... I love the idea of it. I just didn't enjoy playing it as much as I expected it to. That's really just the long and short of it. I, you know, I wanted to like it a lot more than it, more than I did, which, you know, I was surprised because, you know, it seemed like... Uh, just yeah, it seemed like a fucking home run of a game. Like yeah, you know, it's I don't know. It's not complicated. It shouldn't be complicated. I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Just didn't didn't quite didn't quite honk for me. So I don't know. All right, sorry so, guys. I have on my keyboard H right now triggers a hot take sound, and I'm thinking mm. about changing it to the honk sound. I think you must. All right, I'm doing the honk it. Take. <laughs> hot take. Hot take. Shit. I fucked that up. Good job, John. <laughs> Way to announce that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so now, how do we get a hot take sound? I, I don't know. We'll figure that out later. I'll the hot take off. sound is a honking goose. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm fine updating the hot yeah. take sound to being the honk. So, uh, there it is. New Game That Tune Cannon for 2020. 2020, uh, man. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, anything else on Untitled Goose Game? It's great. Um, you might like it. You might love it. Yeah. Exactly. Next game. Honk it again, John. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. Untitled Goose Game 2, Geese in Space. Mm-hmm. Untitled Yeah, You just game. gave me a great idea. <laughs> game 5.
Okay, so during development, this game was originally intended to be called Wordplay, but they decided somewhere along the line to change it temporarily and ultimately stuck with the temporary name. guys how you feeling fuck less good after the trivia good you know with those trivia things you either get it or you don't uh john drew a scribbly penis he's the closest uh jesse wrote wordplay too which is incorrect david says zach and wiki which is incorrect no this uh Wordplay was the key to the whole thing. It's a game you play. It's got a lot of words. This is Scribblenauts. Scribblenauts. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait. Why did I play that? Nobody got it right. I'm sorry. You got it, you, you drew a scribbly penis. You, you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Scribblenauts. What a game. Uh... Yeah, this game's fucking cool. I thought this was going to be, like, the coolest, most awesome game ever. Uh, kind of like Untitled Ghost Game. And then I didn't like it. No, I'm kidding. I did like it. Uh, it had, you know, it's, uh... What a, what a cool fucking idea for a game. Like, you can just write any word. And it'll appear on screen, and you can do stuff with it. Like, cool. <laughs> this, uh... You know, that sounds right up my alley. There's no way they have every word in here. Nope, doesn't know fuck. Nope, <laughs> doesn't give you anything for shit. Uh, ass. Hey, it made a donkey. Okay, this game's all right. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's uh, that's me. <laughs> First time I booted up Scribble Nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, this game <laughs> has nouns mostly, but if you type in fuck, what happens? Oh, right, nothing. Cool. Uh, so, uh, did any of you guys play uh, play some of the Scribble Nuts games? I I did. I Oh. Yeah. Good. Uh, you know, when I say you guys, I don't mean Johnny anymore. Let's just call it what it is. It's 2020. We know John doesn't play video games. Well, when this came out, I remember being very invested in figuring out, like, what was in the game. Because I think you could type in Cthulhu and Cthulhu shows up. Like, there's a uh -huh. lot of things you can yeah. type in. Yep. It's now ridiculous. They, uh, 
there were some people that tried to use like software to dig into the game, and they ultimately, I think, uh, according to like Wikipedia, they landed on like there's something like twenty three thousand words. What? Uh, but then the developer was like, "Oh no, there's way more than twenty three thousand. It's like, what? <laughs> wow, <laughs> there is. <laughs> I can't name. T- if you sat me down and said, John, write up twenty three thousand unique words, I would not be able to do it. Like that was insane. Leave. Yeah, that's why it's such a cool game. Because <laughs> like, you know, it, it, it's one of those things that you know it gives you like galaxy brain trying to figure out how the fuck they programmed it, like." Yo, they what? <laughs> like, you can surely you can't type anything. It's like, well, no, no, but you know, over twenty three thousand things. Like, all right, challenge accepted. <laughs> like, well, what got me was I think it was Scribblenauts two or whatever they called the sequel. Like, the yeah. big feature was they added adjectives. Exactly. Like, oh God. Yep. Because then you really got yourself something. Because yeah. The original, it's mostly, I think it's pretty much all nouns. They don't do, you know, they didn't do adjectives. So then it's like, wow. So everything in this game now has multiple modifiers. Jesus Christ. This is, that is a feat of like <laughs> game design. Like what? <laughs> what a, what a wild fucking thing to be the programmer of. It's, it, you know, I feel like the, like the only thing comparable in terms of like promised, you know, game would be like when the the No Man's Sky guy was de- like <laughs> announcing it's like yeah it's gonna be like an infinite universe and all this stuff and like you know you'll never be able to you know explore it and everybody's like okay yeah and then it ultimately didn't really live up to that <laughs> and then <laughs> it's like ah, Scribble Dots actually did live up to that <laughs> so uh, you know good for it yeah I mean um, John. Think of what's involved in updating our GTT Radio song blacklist, right? Yeah, But imagine exactly. doing that 23,000 plus times. Right. And, you know, Fuck then, that. And <laughs> then programming crazy. that into a tiny cartridge and selling it to people. <laughs> like, you know, it seems highly unlikely that there's not something in there that you type it in and it crashes the game entirely. Like, you know, it seems like <laughs> this game would be broken as shit. But no, it's not. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. It's a fucking feat. It's uh, it's pretty cool. So, uh, you know, for th- for those that haven't actually played it, so you know, the, the, in the sense that it's a puzzle game, uh, you can type Tetris and the blocks start falling. No, that's not true. Um, it's uh, yeah, it, it just you get a little objective. You know, like you're trying to collect little star pieces. And they'll be somewhere, you know, like, the, I think the first level is just like, it's a, it's at the top of a tree. And it's like, all right, you know, you have, like, three words or whatever, like, it gives you a par level for each thing. It's like, yeah, you, you have to, you can make three objects to get the fucking, you know, star out of the tree. And it's like, all right, well, I'm going to make a ladder, and then I'm going to climb up to the top of the tree and get it. Done. Alternatively, you can, you know... Be like, all right, well, I'm going to make an axe and I'm going to chop down the tree and grab the star piece. All right, done. And then it's like, no, actually, I'm going to do something cool. I'm going to, like, make a fucking helicopter and I'm going to attach, like, a fucking, you know, like, rope to it. And uh, at the end of the rope, there will be, like, uh, like a baseball glove. <laughs> and then it's just... Uh, it's so fucking cool, the things you can do. Because it's not, it's not even just like, oh, you can spawn this thing and it appears. You can, like hold things, use them, attach things to other things. You know, like, the big thing people like to point at when the game first came out was, like, you know, it's like, uh, you can fucking 
jump on the back of a Velociraptor holding like uh, you know a stick with a stake dangling off the end of it and make the raptor like run forever. It's like yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Like you know the the possibilities in this game are fucking crazy and you know the puzzles they uh they ultimately you know they're the puzzles are fine, but it's just you know coming up with new ways to also solve these puzzles like you know get out to this island. Cool. I'll make a boat. Or you could do, I don't know, fucking anything else. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a cool-ass game. You know, David, you got good memories of this one? I do. Um, I distinctly remember that first level, too, because I solved that completely differently. Um, Please. My first thought was like, oh, I'm gonna make, like, a ladder. I'll climb up to the tree. It's like, wait, no. And then what I did was I summoned a flamethrower and I burned the tree down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, destroy shit is an option in, like, every level. <laughs> well, because it was one of those things, it's like, okay, sure, I can summon anything. They want you to get to the top of the tree. But I'm sure they won't let you... Oh, no, no, yep, they will let yep. me burn the tree down. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that's no, cool. Um, yeah, the, the only thing that I didn't necessarily care for is... Uh, you know, was the controls they were a little wonky because you didn't use the the gamepad or whatever to move the character around you like tapped on the screen and he went there so it was a lot of touch screen stuff and sometimes it would either like you know not go exactly where you wanted or not interact with the object the way you expected or like fall into some lava by accident that kind of thing uh but you know that's uh it's a minor quibble because the game's just so fucking fun like you know just sit there and, like <laughs> It's like uh, on Parks and Rec when Ron Swanson finds the typewriter <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to type every word I know. <laughs> Rectangle. <laughs> Butthole. <laughs> like, oh, God. It's, it, have you, pr- have pretty you much tried exactly typing like butthole? <laughs> have you typed butthole into school knots? That's I, I probably did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knowing me, yes. <laughs> Do I remember <laughs> what happened? No. <laughs> have you tried <laughs> typing Gracie's butthole into scribble knots? <laughs> That's... Very specific, John. What a specific <laughs> reference. Yeah, again, they didn't add modifiers until the sequel, so no, you couldn't type in things that would spawn things that only make sense to you until at least <laughs> Scribblenauts 4. <laughs> like, <laughs> type in Gracie and it creates your, you know, it, it asks you, it's like, John, do you mean your cat or your grandma? <laughs> and it's like, hmm. I don't want either of these in my game. Cancel. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool, and I guess ultimately they ended up like uh, since this is uh, published by Warner Brothers, they started crossing over with like DC and shit. Uh, David, did yeah, you play any hearing, of those at all? <laughs> I did not, but I remember hearing that they made like a DC Scribble Nuts, and then it was like, okay, cool, so you'll be able to summon like Superman, Batman, whatever. But apparently, like, if you summon Green Lantern, like, you have to specify which one. Because there's, like, <laughs> 20 or 30 in the game. Yeah. See, that's the kind of shit, like... Man, that's the real nerdy shit that somebody's after. Like, I need a game that'll give me access to every Green Lantern at the exact same time. Yeah, cool, we got you, fam. <laughs> Say no more. Oh, like, I'm gonna have to look up... I wonder if you can summon Mogo, the planet Green Lantern. Because if so, like, I need to buy this game. It's Scribblenauts. Why wouldn't you be able to? <laughs> you know, this Mogo... I'm pretty sure they, they like, said that, like, we have pretty much every DC character ever in this game. Yeah, every and, like, noun people were that's trying ever to been in a DC out. comic. <laughs> um, yeah, Mogo, it doesn't mean, like, butthole, does it? 
Uh, it does not. It, it does That's now. Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mobo is Mogo. in the game. That's amazing. Yeah, see? Yeah. It, you shouldn't be surprised by that, <laughs> given you know their track record of uh, everything being in the game. Yeah, you know, uh, trying to remember what, like, what the fucking slogan says, like, write anything, solve everything, or whatever, like, cool. Yeah, what a game. It's uh, it's a lot of fun, and, you know, it's got, I think the, you know, I was saying, like, you know, it's got the emergent kind of gameplay, like, <laughs> you don't know how the things are going to react to each other. You kind of, I feel like it's got more of that, I was, I think I was expecting a little bit more of this kind of chaos in something like Untitled Goose Game, you know? Like, uh, yeah. I'm, like, not not the Scribblenauts cast, not like the goose can type anything and any object will appear. <laughs> but like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Scribblenauts <laughs> cross Untitled Goose Game. Yep. You heard it here first. Coming 2020, I'm going to make it happen. This I think it's the a, best I mean, game. Honestly, that would be fucking the ideal version of that game. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I would love that. Because, you know, I like that sometimes you summon things in Scribblenauts without thinking about how they're going to interact with each other and everything goes all haywire. You know, you summon a Viking and then you summon, like, you know, a goat and the Viking fucking kills the goat and eats it. It's like, oh, yeah, shit. You oh. can't can't put those on I'm the glad, screen at the same time. Like, I'm glad that's where that went. I thought the Viking would fuck the goat, to be honest. But <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, see, that was you know kind of what I was baiting you with, John. You fucking... Sicko, um, <laughs> you know me. <laughs> yeah, it's scribble knots, not scribble nuts. It's, you know, there's no fucking in the game. Uh, and if that's what we you're gonna know, do with the Untitled try. Goose Game crossover, I'm gonna beg you not to not to <laughs> be involved at all. Too <laughs> late. I already did it. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zero stars out of five for Untitled Goose Game. At no point can anybody fuck the goose. You know, John Regan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I, I like that, like, you know, you got to think about how things are going to interact with each other or like, you know, uh, in, in the case of Scribblenauts, in a lot of cases, it's like, well, yeah, there's like something standing in your way. So like, you definitely can't, do, you know, use a certain thing. So, you know, I just wanted more of that kind of silly emergent stuff in Goose Game like it was in Scribblenauts, you know, but uh, they're both cool. And yeah, I, I I like the spirit of like just kind of fuck around and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So there need to be uh, more games that deliver on that promise. So uh, Scribblenauts is dope. I don't know uh, if they still make them. I feel like they probably are running out of words. Like there's, I don't think there's enough words to keep making sequels. Like what you know? What are they gonna add next? Like adverbs? You know? L-Y words, like what, you know, how, how do you keep making Scribblenauts games once you've put every word in human existence into the game? Hmm? Another I, language. I have such a hard time playing ad-lib, Mad Libs, because um, it'll say in their adverb, and I'm not, I'm not sure what that means. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's an adverb, guys? I oh, just yeah. said it, John. It's an L-Y word. <laughs> okay. An yeah. adverb is an adjective for a verb. Yes. That does not help at all, Dave. <laughs> okay, so you know how an adjective for a noun is like a green book? Okay. An adverb is an adjective for a verb, like quickly. Okay. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Now I, can play, I can play the Mad Libs again. 
Right, exactly. It was actually, you know, Mad Libs that inspired Scribblenauts. The the creator said, like, yeah, he loved Mad Libs. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And think about it. What is Scribblenauts if not Mad Libs the game? Because, you know, you could fill yeah. in those blanks with anything. Except in Mad Libs, I could fill it in with as many naughty words as I wanted <laughs> yeah. to. So. Penis. Pe- penis Lee. You, be- <laughs> you better believe it, man. First book of Mad Libs I ever owned was themed around the movie Casper from 1996. <laughs> and, uh, yep, it was filthy. <laughs> what is so. Scribble Knots if not Mad Libs the game, but with more buttholes? Ah, <laughs> uh, but... Just real what is scribblets if not just completely neutered mad libs uh, that's what they are so uh, you, you type in ball bag to fucking scribble knots and what comes up <laughs> not what you think <laughs> not the same way I meant it when I did my mad libs so uh anyway <laughs> um, scribble knots is great mad libs are great uh, you know, I need another uh, another adjective to fill in my feelings about Mad Libs and Scribble Knots. Uh, help me out here, John. Give me a give me an adjective. Ballsily. That's an adverb. Isn't Let's it? just go to the calculated computer. God damn it! Calculating computer activated. I'm just trying to say that Yoshi's cookie is pretty good, and you match cookies. Can I say that? Can I? No. <laughs> like, Fuck, man! <laughs> Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, what, a, what a way to start off the new year. Victoriously. That's an adjective. No, wait, it's an adverb. John, pay attention. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> what, a, what a game, what a show. David, thank you for selecting this theme. This was a fun one. Uh... Maybe I do like puzzle games after all. I don't, but, you know, it's still fun to fun to listen to the music and talk about them. Um, and so I'm thinking, you know, sometimes themes just appear to you. It's, uh, you know, you, you start talking it through, and, uh, you know, it's, it's the new year, guys. It's 2020. And uh, I was thinking... What? Uh, you know, I've been thinking this week about you know c- the continuation and the proliferation of GTT Gems, our video game show where we look back at uh, game music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. And I was thinking, you know, it's 2020. Why don't we do games from 20 years ago? So, games from the year 2000. What do you think? I'm in. Yep, it's peaks, ringing peaks in 2020 by going back 20 to 2000, uh, the Willennium, uh, you know, Will 2K. <laughs> I don't know why I think about that automatically when I think about the year 2000, but you know, of all the things to think of, it's here and I like it. Uh, you know, the new millennium. Excuse me, Willennium. Uh, we're doing games from the year 2000 on uh, next week's game that tune. So. Awesome. Uh, that's going to be great. And thank you, everybody, so much for listening tonight. Uh, Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us, uh, everybody chatting along and watching along live with us. We're live Wednesday nights at uh, twitch.tv slash game that tune, youtube.com slash game that tune, and facebook.com slash game that tune. Uh, thank you, everybody, listening in podcast form. Uh, podcasts come out Wednesday mornings, and uh, they're available anywhere you get your podcasts. So 
you know, keep on listening and enjoying there. We appreciate you guys. Thank you to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. Man, we fucking marathon to the end of the year at patreon.com slash game that tune. We cranked out, I think it was nine exclusives in the last two weeks. Uh, Jesse Ooh. did a new covered up. We all did our end of the year mixtapes, and I finally caught up on GTT Gems. So, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, like I said, don't ever say that we're not the hardest working men in video game music podcasting. Because, uh, one, no one will know what you're talking about. And two, it's us. <laughs> I mean, like, it, you know, it's just stone cold fact. So, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys checking out Patreon. We love, uh, we love cre- uh, creating stuff for you guys. So, uh, special thanks to our Patreon super fan tier producers. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, and Chrono. All fantastic fellas, and we appreciate your support. Uh, special thanks to Alex Messenger for his request tonight. He, uh, of course, has request priority because he is our oldest and dearest patron. Uh, and he pays us money. Uh, but also, you know, he just made a he made his request in the Discord server, and it was uh, you know it was easy to find. So you know, find our Discord server, head to our website, you know, do whatever you got to do, uh, you know, or you can hit us up with requests, game that tune at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on YouTube in the chat for the uh, uh, you know GTT radio stream, uh, or find us individual or find us on Twitter. We're there at game that tune. Uh, or you can find us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. You can find John Regan on Twitter at JP Regan JR. And you can find David Fleming on Twitter at DFD Fleming. Hell yeah, guys. So uh, we're going out with my bonus tunes, and I am racking my brain trying to think of it. What was it? 20 years ago. That hot, hot game we were all playing. I feel like it was time to make some crazy money. Because we all had our Dreamcasts. And a game came out in January of 2000. I think you know where I'm going with this. Johnny, let's, uh, let's hit it, man. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
bust a move. It's copyright 1995 Taito Corporation. Boulder Dash is copyright 1986 Data East. Tetris and Dr. Mario is copyright 1994 Intelligent Systems and Nintendo of America Incorporated. Untitled Goose Game is copyright 2019 House House. Scribblenauts is copyright 2009 Fifth Cell and Warner Brothers Interactive. Actually, the one thing I really need to do is I need to trim my beard because it's getting to the point where, like, food tastes like mustache. It's like, hmm, I need to cut that down. That's weird. Probably should eat less of your mustache. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, for a second, I thought you said butt stash. (laughs) You should trim your butt stash. Should eat less of your butt stash. <laughs> God, I wish your asshole had a mustache. I mean, that's what I'm called my asshole hair from now on. My butt stash. <laughs> <laughs>